A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Gospel begins with this announcement. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. But Matthew, unlike Luke, offers no account of Jesus' birth or its situation and passes right over it. Matthew is more interested in Jesus' family tree and the role of Joseph, son of David. Although our English translation reads, the birth of Jesus Christ, Matthew uses the same Greek word for the first book of the Bible, the genesis of Jesus Christ. So this is a new beginning, a new creation. Matthew's gospel is written primarily to Jewish converts to Christianity. As Matthew's community began its life, it was probably very tied to its Jewish roots. As time passed, however, Gentiles were eager to follow Christ, and Matthew's community gradually opened itself to welcome them. Including these new members, however, did not come without some growing pains. For those early Jewish converts, the church they are living in no longer feels like the church they grew up in. Matthew is telling a story of faith, and of faith tested. So his focus is on Joseph, a man who found himself with a great dilemma. Betrothed to Mary, which by Judaic law meant that they were married but not yet living together, he learned that Mary was pregnant. Joseph was devout, prayed regularly, tried to help others, and followed all the rules. He was considered righteous. He knew, when he learned of Mary's pregnancy, that the child could not possibly be his. He felt betrayed and trapped. His mind certainly swirled with questions and protests, and we can be sure he began an internal search. Why had this pain come to him? Had he committed some terrible wrong to be so punished? Joseph's predicament was more than personal. 
Semitic life demanded adherence to accepted custom. Villages were governed by social approval, and neighborly gossip was the arm of correction. If a couple argued at the breakfast table, the village knew every word and gesture by lunchtime. The small, tight society had clear expectations of behavior and response. Deviation caused shunning by the entire village, a fate generally worse than death because the shame would forever taint the family name and lineage. Consider again Joseph's anguish. Divorce is not his angered response to Mary's dilemma. Joseph knows she is pregnant. He knows the child is not his. But he also knows his betrothed. People exceed our expectations and our comprehension. But we do essentially grasp those whom we love. We hold them hard enough to ache. Whatever is happening to Mary goes beyond what Joseph can comprehend, beyond what he knows of the world. Divorce is a way to shield Mary and Joseph's own heart from the disgrace that awaits her. He does the best he can. Joseph is not like King Ahaz, who stubbornly refuses to admit that God cannot be limited by the contours of creation. But until his revelatory dream, Joseph has no way to know that he has been cast in the greatest of all human dramas, the gospel of God. The rest of us play only supporting roles in the cast. We are not gospel leads. Still, we cannot help but to worry about those whom we love, to commend them fervently to God in prayer. Joseph has been obedient to the word of the law, and now he is obedient to the word of the angel in his dream. For Matthew, it is important that Joseph, as adoptive father, now names the baby, and he gave him the name Jesus. Jesus is the Greek rendering of the Hebrew name Joshua, which means God helps or God saves. Jesus is given another name, Emmanuel, which, as Matthew tells us, means God with us. Nowhere else is Jesus called Emmanuel, so we should consider this name as part of Jesus' vocation. Jesus' calling is to save his people from their sins and to manifest God's presence. Matthew's Gospel ends with Jesus' promise, I am with you always to the end of the age. The real event of Christmas is that God comes to change the world and each of us through the God who is with us today, shattering our expectations and seeking to move us beyond our fears and uncertainty. Joseph becomes a model for a major theme in Matthew's Gospel, obeying and interpreting the law with the focus on compassion. In chapter 5, Jesus declares that what God demands is a righteousness that exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees. Perhaps as a prelude to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Joseph is facing his, you have heard it said, but I say to you, tension. 
the tension between what Joseph understands the law to demand and the new thing that God is doing in Jesus. By his decision to obey the startling and unexpected command of God, Joseph is already living the heart of the law and not its letter, already living out the new and higher righteousness of the kingdom of heaven. Joseph possesses the bold, daring courage and strength of character and takes Mary as his wife. He did so in spite of forces that no doubt wanted her stoned. This strikes me as a powerful statement of what it means to follow the living God who is actively at work in the world. Remember how seriously our lives were disrupted with the initial outbreak of COVID-19? Could we, with the faith of Joseph, be able to say that God could use that time for good? When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. Matthew locates the birth of Jesus at home. This helps us to focus on an inner nativity in the temple of our souls. Like Joseph, we are called to cooperate as dreamers of dreams, following the promptings of the Holy Spirit, regardless of the strange, even scandalous paths we may be called on.